Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by King Matty D. And Kieran, I know I usually give a spoiler at this point in the show, but I, I wanted to give a spoiler and a quote. Okay. It's a quote. All right. Athletes acting never goes well. No. <laughs> if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is, like I said, a spoiler. It certainly spoils something. This movie, perhaps. <laughs> a lot of movies, perhaps. But yeah, we're not here to talk about that because you and I just watched Space Jam A New Legacy. It's a movie we predicted over two years ago now, and we're coming back to see how close we got to predicting the plot all those heady months ago. All those heady years ago, I suppose, since it was multiple years ago. Anyway, to dive straight into it, Matty D, how much do you think Space Jam A New Legacy made at the worldwide box office? Keep in mind that this did come to theatres and it was released on video on demand on the same day. So we're in the height of our second round of COVID. So this is back in the middle of 2021. Lockdowns are starting again but uh, mainly just here in Australia and not so much in the US. And they were basically giving people the option of like, if you want to go see it in the cinemas, that's fine, but you also have the option to watch it at home. So, of course, that's going to really affect the overall box office. But like I said, it did have a cinematic release. I just don't think it came to the cinemas straight away here. Uh, I'm really throwing curveballs at him to try and confuse him. Can I know the budget, please? The budget was $150 million. Wow. If you can believe that. Wow. I think it made $85 million. $85 million. Why do you reckon that? Just a guess, Kieran. Just a guess? Well, you're wrong. It made almost double that. It made $163 million, which is only That's $10 million yeah. over its budget, which means it was a total failure, at least as far as the, the box office is concerned. I don't know how much it made on you know, video on demand mm-hmm. or in DVD sales or whatever rental sales after the fact, but you know, on paper, it doesn't look good. And there certainly hasn't been a sequel announced, so I can't say that, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it made enough money to warrant any more movies, but I think they were planning to do a couple more movies, just given what the director has said. Right, so that was but, planned, but it's not going to go ahead. But it was actually considered the second most successful release in 2021 for a movie released in COVID. Okay. I don't remember what number one was. <laughs> Some other movie. But yeah, it was the second most profitable movie to be released in 2021 in cinemas. Sick. So there you go. So it wasn't a total failure. On paper, it looks nice. <laughs> yes. Just in the bank, it's really hurt. So, the director has said, as I already suggested, that he has ideas for a sequel. This is back in 2021, of course, mm-hmm. when the movie was just coming out, including having the Looney Tunes getting to pro wrestling with Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming in as the main character. That would be fantastic or a mess. Would it? <laughs> or a mess. I kind of want to see it, to be honest, but I could also see it being a total mess. It's very similar to the idea that you had during that original episode of like MMA. Conor McGregor. Yeah, Conor McGregor coming in and then the Looney Tunes having an MMA tournament. That'd be great. I, I, I think I'd that. want to see that over like them like putting each other in arm bars and throwing chairs at each other. Mm. Like them punching the shit out of each other would be great. The fact that they can't really get hurt makes it better too. Yeah. They can't get hurt. They can't die. No. Well, they can die and then just come back in the next scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, they're following uh, Marvel's example here, (laughs) or Fast and Furious examples. So, before we get into how well we did, we did separate plots for this one, so can you please explain how we grade each other's plot predictions? Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to be grading Kieran's plot, he's going to be grading my plot. If Kieran has guessed something that wasn't in any of the promotional material, that gets him two points. If you guess something that is in the promotional material, that can mean in the trailer or in the information we had about the movie, yeah. that gets him one point. And if you got something that's kind of on the right track, that's half a point. You know, yeah. If it's something that's sort of has aspects of it that is correct, but not 100% correct, that's yeah. half a point. And if we got something completely wrong, that's zero points. So we tally all those up and see how well we did in comparison yeah. to each other. So basically, the bigger the number, the better we did. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how we went in that regard. So you went first in that original episode. I did. 
So, well, what's what that? a time. What a what time. do you mean? I listened back to my plot, Kieran, and it's uh, it's it's not it's- the movie. <laughs> well, we'll see how you did points-wise anyway. I, I was expecting a very different movie. You certainly I were. I was expecting a very different movie. I don't know where you were getting these thoughts and information from, but uh, <laughs> wow. It feels like you had an idea of what the movie should be and then just didn't consider what was going on in the trailers. Mm. That's well, what it sounded like to me. Well, those trailers were very like, we just saw a lot of action shots and not a lot of substance. Also, I noticed that the trailers have changed from the final movie as well. Yes. If you pay attention. They have. Yeah, sorry, I, I spoke over you there. Yeah, no, I was just saying that um, I think we the trailer just showed a lot of action shots, so it, yeah. was, it was kind of hard to kind of work out what, exactly what was going to happen in the movie, and I think I went into a very different direction to what the movie did. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you thought that the movie would begin with a cold open. That's not true at all. It actually starts with a childhood flashback. We should have known that by this we point. Should've. We should've. We were well aware of that. We also knew that there'd be a young LeBron James in the movie. We were just both like, oh, for some reason, we're just going to ignore that fact. Except I actually you, you did a childhood ended up flashback, working it back so you, into the you movie. You got it more correct than me. But yeah, and also the original I love movie- your justification, by the way. Just yes. was like, oh, they always say that there's actors in the movie who don't actually turn up. <laughs> It's never worked out in your favour, do <laughs> They that. always say that. I'm just going to ignore that. I, honestly, this is me being completely transparent with you, Kieran. I didn't see that there was an actor credited yeah. as the child actor, so I was just like, I, did, I didn't even realise until the day we were recording. <laughs> wasn't in my plot. When you brought it up, I was like, shit. Oh, well, in for a penny, in for a pound, yeah. we're not having it. Now, you said that Bugs and Daffy are running around a Marvin the Martian spaceship causing chaos, and they enter an area of Marvin's ship with a large computer- and while they're fighting over a diamond, Daffy's ass bumps into a button on the computer, which creates the AI algae rhythm. Yep. For some reason, you thought his name was AI G rhythm, yeah. even though we'd been calling him algae rhythm for the entire episode up until that point. <laughs> now, I gave you half a point for that because Marvin the Martian and his ship do appear in the movie. That's my half a point. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's something. Imagine having the Looney Tunes this early at the, in the start. Movie. Yeah, interesting. Uh- not 25 minutes You in. wouldn't think that this movie was about the Looney Tunes watching it. <laughs> so, you said that we'd cut to the real world at this point where LeBron is drilling his son on how to play basketball. I gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. He's actually drilling both of his sons, but you didn't mention the other son at all in your yeah. plot. Or the sister, for that matter. Well, they did very little. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you said that LeBron's son is bad at basketball. I gave you half a point for that because he's not terrible. He just doesn't care about playing it. Yeah. He seems good, actually. Doesn't LeBron say he has natural talent? Yes, that's he's right. He's not passionate about it. Exactly, exactly. And LeBron seems really upset that he's not following, you know, this this natural passion. Inconsistently upset, Kieran, is what yes. I would call it. Yes, me too. You said that LeBron shows off his skills. He doesn't. No. He doesn't do any basketball at all until we get to the space jam, in yeah. quotation marks, or just the jam, as I like to call it. You said, jam. <laughs> you said that LeBron looks back at his son who is playing video games. Give you half a point for that because the scene starts with Dom playing video games and LeBron accuses him of being distracted later on. So it doesn't quite happen in the way that... You described, but That's yeah, generous, it's, it's sort of there. That's generous. Now, you call him Dom for the first time at this point. You just said LeBron's son for the entire time up until this point. Now, you said that Dom tells LeBron that he's not interested in basketball. He just wants to design video games. Gave you a point for that because that's in the trailer. Uh-huh. It does happen eventually. Again, not at this point. You said that LeBron's wife will tell him that he should let Dom do what he wants. Gave you a point for that because she does tell LeBron that he should spend more time with Dom. That's as close as we get, basically. But the whole reason she's saying it is because she wants LeBron to understand what Dom wants to do. And therefore, if he, if he understood what Dom's passions were, he wouldn't be just like, you have to do basketball. <laughs> so, yeah, you're on the right track. Yeah, there. okay. You said there'll be a lot of jokes about famous people that will date. Yeah, sure. I gave you a point for that. I think LeBron does mention Will Smith. I don't know if that was in the final movie, but it was certainly in it the trailer. Was, it was in the final movie. Cool. I believe. And the reason it dates is because we haven't seen a movie with Will Smith in it for quite a while. Oh, God, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been cancelled. 
You said that back in the server verse, Algae has become more powerful and has a cute minion called Botty. <laughs> Gave you a point for that because Algae isn't more powerful than he was before at this point. <laughs> but he does have a little minion called Pete. Yes. You said that Algae tells Pete that he wants to take over the entire universe. That's not really the case at all. He already has control over the server verse. Doesn't really want much beyond that. Beyond, I guess, good publicity for his creation. Yeah. Who knows? His whole motivation is a little foggy, but I think yeah. I think it's like- Well, so- he's insulted by LeBron and wants to get revenge, basically. Yeah, and he wants credit for his work. Yeah. His efforts. So, he creates this weird sort of algorithm machine. Well, I actually go into it right now. Let me just let myself explain for us. So- you said that Algy demands to see a list of kings from other worlds, and he eventually sees footage of King LeBron James. I, I gave you a point for that because we do see footage of LeBron that he's watching, but he actually wants LeBron to be the face of his new technology, the Warner 3000, which is a sort of algorithm that can insert actors into any Warner Brothers property, specifically Warner Brothers properties, because, of course, it's the Warner 3000. So, I'm not quite sure how that works. Is he making cartoons? Is he making live action movies? It, it seemed to indicate that he was making like animated movies, right? Yeah. So they, like animated LeBron. Because they animate LeBron and then put him into other properties. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But they sort of seem to indicate like, oh, we're going to do a body scan of you. So, we have like a digital version of you. So, it'd be live action him in live action stuff. Or I don't know. It's very confusing. Who knows and who cares? Well, LeBron appropriately enough says this sounds like a fucking stupid idea. And he's right. <laughs> And then, of course, we had your favourite line there of he says, oh, I'm a ball player. I don't belong in movies. And ain't he right? <laughs> yep. You said that Al G wants to beat LeBron at his own sport. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer as well. You said that LeBron and Dom meet with a basketball manager who's played by Wayne Knight from the first movie. <laughs> if Newman himself, who says that he wants Dom to join their team. Let's not forget that in your plot, Dom is terrible at basketball. So, why would he be like, yeah, this little fat kid who has no talent at all, he'll be great on our team. Well, in my, I'm going to defend my point here, even though it was completely wrong. But I thought that he was getting into the team because he was LeBron's son and the whole message was going to be like, oh, he needs to follow his own Nepotism isn't good. Exactly. Nepotism isn't good. But I was completely wrong anyway. They're not even in a sort of- I get to that. Anyway, yeah. You said that Dom says that he doesn't want to play basketball at all. Gave you a point for that because close enough, he's constantly saying that. LeBron doesn't want to hear (laughs) it. He just doesn't yeah, yeah. You said that LeBron has a one-on-one with Dom where he says that he just wants to give him the support that he never had as a child. That never really happens in the movie. I, I guess he I guess he does at one point say, oh, life was harder for me when I was a kid and it's different. And then he learns, LeBron, that is. He does said, he say that? Yeah, he does at the end. He was just like, I realized when I was young, we had to do things a certain way and I realized it's not the same way anymore. He says that right at the end of the movie. Sure, okay. But uh, not really. Not really how like you how broke I it down. It, no. You said that they leave to go to basketball practice and they take the elevator down to a strange room with computer servers. Gave you a point for that. That's in the trailer. They're not going to basketball practice, but you know everything else you said was accurate. Yeah, there's servers in the basketball practice. So, area. that's right, everybody. The Warner Brothers studio lot does not appear at all in Matty D's plot, yeah. even though it was really prominent in the trailers. Yep, yep. And it makes total sense to the rest of the story. <laughs> yep. No, it's, it's a big basketball place <laughs> in Matty D's plot. It's where the basketball headquarters are in yep. LA. Yep. You said that LeBron and Dom get separated and Dom gets sucked into an orb. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You said that LeBron makes a bad Matrix joke and gets sucked into the same orb. Again, gave you a point for that. It was in, it's the, in the trailer. trailer. You said that LeBron meets Al G, who says that he'll give Dom back if he bests him at basketball. Gave you a point for that because in the actual movie, Al G says he'll let them both leave if he beats him at basketball. It's not really that he has Dom kidnapped at this point, but uh, I guess uh, Al G makes Dom disappear and he's just like, well... If you guys want to leave, you got to beat me in basketball. You said that LeBron will try and attack LG, but just phases through him. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. Yeah. 
You said that LeBron agrees to the basketball game and Algy sends him down to, quote, the rejects to assemble his team. Another point for that. That was in the trailer. So you are getting a lot of stuff from the trailer. I mean, this is all in you the are, trailer. You're paying attention. Very much in the, like, very much focused in the trailer. So I'm, I'm going to have to give you more credit than I thought because originally I'm like, he's not watching the trailer at all. He's just making it up. And no, all of this is in the trailer. You said that LeBron tumbles through space and lands in the Looney Tunes universe. Gave you a point for that. You said that LeBron turns into a 2D cartoon character. Gave you a point for that. You said that LeBron ends up looking really short and makes a bad Kevin Hart joke. <laughs> Gave you a point for that. All of this is in the trailer. You said that LeBron meets up with Bugs Bunny and LeBron hugs him. Again, gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. You said because he loves Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Gives Who him a doesn't? Big kissy. You said that LeBron and Bugs enter Marvin the Martian's ship in order to assemble their team. Gave you a point for that. Again, that was in the trailer. You said that if there are any references to the first movie, they'll be brief, if at all. Oh. Gave you two points for that because Bugs says that the plot seems very familiar. Almost <laughs> yes. like it's exactly the same plot. And we also see the Monstars for a few seconds. So, yeah, I count that as correct. And they do say that they haven't seen Michael Jordan in 25 years. Yeah, that's true. Like that. that could be a reference to it as well. Good point. You said that on their team is Gossamer, Elmer Fudd, Granny, Tweety, Sylvester, Daffy Duck as the manager, Lola Bunny, Yosemite Sam, Speedy Gonzalez, Tasmanian Devil, and Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. I gave you a point for that because that's almost the whole team. I forgot Porky Pig. You've missed Porky Pig, Wile E. Coyote, and Roadrunner. Oh, damn. But I gave you a point for that because they're all shown specifically in the trailer. So, originally, I was going to give you a point for each one you got correct. But I was like, well, if it's clearly in the trailer, I can't do that yeah. because, you know, that's, that's it's really much. obvious. That's too much. And then you have a shitload of points yeah, there for, just like, for, just for no reason. guessing the obvious characters. Yeah, well, not even guessing, just noting who yeah. was in the trailer. You said that we'll have a training montage where we see that the Looney Tunes are terrible at basketball. That's true. Gave you a point for that. Again, it was in the trailer. You said that Algy bonds with Dom, who finds the serververse fascinating. I watched all the trailers twice. Never see this in the trailer, so I gave you two points for hey, that. Because nice. at this point in the movie, we do have that exact moment. Like, like they're standing there overlooking the whole serververse and uh, LG is just like, pretty cool, isn't it? And Tom's like, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> that got me two points. So, yeah, two points. You said that Dom reveals to LG Rhythm that he's a prodigy when it comes to making video games. Again, this wasn't obvious in the trailer, so I gave you two points for that as nice. well. Happy well done. You. Thank you. You said that LG goes to a super secure prison in space and... Re <laughs> And releases the members of the Goon Squad. Oh, of buddy. course, that doesn't happen at all in this movie. There's no space in this movie. Well, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like space is not a factor in this movie at all. This is all left over from the original movie where, you know, space was a factor. The people challenging the tunes to basketball were, were, aliens. were aliens from another planet. Yeah, it really is just jam. Yes. I think I said Not myself, even that, to Yeah, I said, you know, there's, it, it should just be, the movie should just be called Jam because there's no space in it. And they're just trying to jam Warner Brothers properties down our throats. Mm -hmm. I have no space for this movie in my brain. And I just wanted to jam <laughs> my eyes out when I was watching it. So, Early thoughts on the movie. Kieran. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> We're supposed to hold our thoughts at the end. Anyway, nobody likes this movie. Come on. <laughs> you said that their team of uh, the Goon Squad is made up of a spider person, a gold guy, white mumba, aka a Naji, <laughs> who is pretty much a snake, a harpy and wet fire. The best one. I gave you a point for that because all of this is in the trailer. In fact, all of their names are in the trailer, but you just didn't bother writing them down. No. You wrote down like two names. No. And I should have realized that they were based on the basketballers. Yes. You realized way too late that that was the case. Mm. You said that the tunes are messing around and Algy appears to tell them that the game has started and he transports them to a basketball court. Mind you, in space. Still gave you a point for that, though. But you thought that the, the, uh, the game would take place on another planet. Yeah. Because it's space jam. Yeah. So you thought initially, so let's just rewind for everybody who may not be on the same page, because I was a little bit confused having watched the movie and then going back to Matty D's plot. Let's not forget that Algae Rhythm is basically a, 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 an entity created by Marvin the Martian who is an alien 
And if we're presuming that the Looney Tunes are from our world in the same way that they were from the first movie, they're in space at the start of Matty D's plot. Uh-huh. And then Algie uh, ends up trying to take over the universe in your plot. So, he comes and becomes larger than life is trying to take over the universe. So, it is very much a literal space jam in Matty D's plot. It's just not the case in the actual movie. No. Because all of this takes place in the Warner Brothers serververse, which is just the place where all Warner Brothers properties are kept in storage, basically. Um, yeah, it makes about as much sense as it sounds. Yes. In fact, this is a circumstance where Matty D's plot actually makes more sense than the actual movie, which is an anomaly in itself, if <laughs> it you think about is, it. It but I, I think that really goes to show how- Expectations ri- ri- versus reality. Well, that, and also how ridiculous this movie's plot is. Yes, that's true. You said that the Toons and LeBron are all transformed into 3D characters. Gave you a point for that. We, we knew that going in. Yeah. You said that Algy explains to LeBron that if he wins, he gets to- deli- So, this is a direct quote from you, mind you. Okay. Algy says to LeBron, if he wins, he gets deleted. If he loses, LeBron gets his son back and the tunes get deleted. If Algy loses, he gets deleted. Everyone gets deleted. I gave you half a point for that because that made no sense at all to me. And I listened to it twice. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? So, like, how can the tunes get deleted no matter what he does? <laughs> yeah, the tunes, the tunes are fucked. Uh, so, there was an element or two in there that was close to being true, which is why I gave you half a yeah, point. But every- Just everyone gets deleted. If he wins, he gets deleted. Who's he? If he loses, LeBron gets think- his son back. Oh, great. And the tunes get deleted. <laughs> oh, if Al G loses, he gets deleted. Who? Al G? He deletes himself. He deletes himself. <laughs> okay. You said that the crowd comes in to watch the match. Sorry, the game, including Fred. Fr- you did say match. And so I wrote down match. <laughs> the basketball match. Okay. Including Fred Flintstone, the Iron Giant, King Kong, and several more cameos. Gave you a point for that. We saw all of these specifically in the trailer. You said that the Goon Squad enters the court showing off their powers. And it's, quote, really cool. <laughs> Oh, no it's so there. fucking lame in the movie. No points there. I still gave you a point because, yeah, close enough. You said that the game starts and the tunes all get demolished, even with LeBron on their team. Gave you a point for that. Again, we saw it in the trailer. Yep. I was going to give you two points because I'm like, that's actually pretty accurate. But again, we see this specifically. The, the whole plot of the movie plays out in the trailers, <laughs> which yeah. is why I'm surprised we weren't closer yes. in the end. <laughs> you said that Al G has made it easier for the goon squad since he has control over this universe and he alters things in their favor. So, I gave you a point for that because yeah. technically true again, they're basically playing to his rules. Yeah, well, or Dom's rules in the movie. To Dom's rules, but even Dom's rules are very loose and vague. Yes. We're never actually told what his rules are. So, you said that Dom hacks the system and levels the playing field, showing his worth. Never happens never in happens, the movie. Never happens, no. If anything, it's the complete opposite of yes. what happens in the actual movie. You said that even though now they're evenly matched, the Toon Squad still aren't winning. Two points. Two points. So, even though the, the Toons learn the rules of the game, they, they, of course, exactly like in the first movie, they learn that they have an advantage by being loony, yep. but they still don't have enough points to win the game. So, that's why I gave you two points. You said that there'll be a dirty play on the side of the goon squad and LeBron is knocked out cold. This never happens at all in the movie. <laughs> now, here we go. You right. said that while he is unconscious, oh my God, I LeBron has a dream sequence where he goes into heaven. And he speaks to Michael Jordan, the basketball player, who gives him advice and says that he just needs to believe he can fly. This is why I should be writing these movies, Kieran, because that would have been awesome. Now, I gave you half a point. You gave me half a point. Gave you half a point. For that. Originally, it was zero points. Well, that's what I would have figured. Originally, it was zero points, but when the movie came out, you were so, like, happy that you got something right. You're like, oh, Michael Jordan's in the movie. Of course, meaning Michael B. Jordan, (laughs) which is a gag that they had in the movie. 
Uh, and the reason I gave you half a point was because if I didn't give you any points, you would probably cry yes. and sob and be like, but Michael B. Jordan's in the movie. And I'm like, okay, in all fairness. There is a Michael Jordan in the movie. There is a Michael Jordan in the movie. So even though you deserve zero points because everything you said didn't happen, I'm going to have to give it <laughs> oh, to you out of technicality. I love that. I love that. That's my favorite point I've gotten this entire <laughs> Should have just stuck to no points. It would have been funnier. You said that since LeBron is still unconscious, he's just lying on the court with like little Tweety Birds birds, flying around his head. The Toons realize that they'll have to do it for themselves and Bugs breaks out the special stuff because we quote, we see it in the trailer. Yes, okay, all right. So uh, you actually call me out in the episode on this. I see the marker, the Acme marker, and you're like, well, he could be just doing anything. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's for the bottle of special stuff that he's writing. Yeah. It turns out that that's just a whiteboard marker that yes. he's doing his strategies on. He also tactics. said that the tunes drink the special stuff and get all pumped up. Of course, this doesn't happen in the no. movie. But I like that it was such a big stretch that you're just like 100% in the trailer. Because Bugs <laughs> is holding a marker, that means that the special stuff comes back. Couldn't use a marker for anything else. No. It's got to be it's got to be this. Even though they're shown all throughout the trailer to be writing on whiteboards, <laughs> you just say in this one circumstance they're not. <laughs> Oh, oh what dear! You Sometimes you got to go on a little. Oh these dear! Things. So you said that LeBron wakes up and says, "You didn't forget about me, did you?" And the audience cheers. <laughs> the audience happens. did not cheer. <laughs> there was no cheering in the audience. You said that there'll be a lot of old lady jokes involving Granny. Gave you a point for that because it was in the trailer. But mind you, all of her references are all Matrix jokes for some reason. Very timely Matrix yeah, jokes, I want to say. So 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 dated. Yeah. Remember when Matrix jokes were really popular? Yeah. Even when the Matrix, the fourth movie, came out later that year, it felt really tired. And we all know what happened <laughs> in that movie. So, you said that Granny will be injured. Maybe she does her hip in or something like that. So, they have to sub in, of all people, another really old person, Bill Murray, who, quote, does stuff. Who does and gets stuff. Stepped, and gets stepped on by one of the goon squad. That's just lifted straight from the first movie. Of course, it never happens in this movie. There's no way they would get old man Bill Murray in this uh, movie. If only. It'd be fantastic. You said that Speedy Gonzalez will be played down to avoid racism. No. I didn't I didn't give you any points for that because he actually has the line in the movie, Oh, me sombrero. In fact, they doubled down on his stereotypical yeah. so the, stereotypeness. The, the studio apparently wanted to sort of water it down, but the actor, the voice actor, really yeah. fought for it to be as, as he was originally. Yes, that's right. Which I think is probably a better choice. Yeah, I think so. Because otherwise, you know, it'd be just be weird. It'd be like Super Mario all over again with <laughs> just Speedy Gonzalez with a regular voice. Yeah. You said that all of the tunes will have their moment in the sun. Gave you a point for that, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe. in the trailer. Porky Pig Raps, that's his moment oh, in the sun. Gosh. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, very None timely. None of us predicted that. No. That was so embarrassing. You said that time is almost up and LeBron flies through the air towards the hoop <laughs> and it looks like he's not going to make it, but then Tweety Bird runs up his arm and shoots the winning point at the last second. Uh, gave you a point and a half for that because that all happens minus the whole Tweety part. Yes. So there is, right at the end, the final point, LeBron is diving through the air, Don Cheadle's character, Algie Rhythm, is like, he's a weird CGI version of himself now. And so, like, he's trying to grab him and pull him back. And then it's like, I think it's Dom tosses him or maybe it's Bugs Bunny or whoever it is, tosses him like a power up that makes him jump further. Well, Bugs Bunny is like dying at this stage. For some reason. For some reason. And the the game is glitching. Yeah. And then Algie turns into a poster. Yeah, he turns into a poster and then is killed by someone destroys the poster. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It's just like, he's gone. Yeah, he never comes back. You said that the Toon Squad wins. I gave you two points for that because how would we would how would we know that how the Toon Squad? Oh, it's really fucking obvious yeah, that the Toon Squad's going to win. But you know, we didn't know that it could be like a Rocky style humbling story. 
You know, it's just that well written. Sylvester Stallone was one of the seven writers on this movie. That's right. There was at least seven writers working on this movie. Wow. Don't know writers. what they were doing. They must have been smoking weed Zero and eating clues. pizza. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't really know that the Toon Squad would win. So, I gave you two points for that. You said that Al G doesn't accept this victory and goes into a villain rant, but Dom reprograms him and he becomes nice. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. He's destroyed because yeah. he becomes a poster. <laughs> anyway. You said that LeBron tells Dom that he can do whatever he wants and he will support him in whatever his endeavours are. I gave you two points. That exactly happens in the movie. You said that LeBron enrolls Dom into computer camp where he can learn to be a video game designer. I gave you two points yeah, for that. that because at the end, he sends him to an E3 developer conference. Uh, it's over a weekend, I suppose. So, I guess he's going to be sleeping in the conference hall. <laughs> but that's so close to the truth. that I was like, well, I've got to give it to him. You said that the movie ends with Bugs Bunny and LeBron fist bumping. Gave you half a point because it ends with Bugs Bunny and LeBron but they're wandering off into the sunset. And for some reason, Bugs is like, can I crash at your house? <laughs> Don't know why he wants to- just going to hang out with LeBron now. Yeah, apparently so. You said that the original Space Jam theme will play us out. Doesn't actually appear in the movie. No. To the movie's detriment. Yeah, well, one of the things to the movie's yes. detriment. So that gives you all of your points there. And how well do you think you did? Uh, better than I thought. I'm guessing in the 40s, maybe less. Yeah, you got 48.5 points. Not bad. Not bad. Tell you what, most of what you said. I tell you what, you, you were kind of on the right track. That's what I want to say. You were kind of on the right track. But it was a much better effort than what was the last movie we were discussed? Where you like, you didn't match the movie at all, but you were really proud to get like 21 points. <laughs> I'm like, this was a much better effort than that. <laughs> Because you got, like, the, the beats of the movie, more or less. It's just all the details you got wrong. Yeah, I, I missed a lot of the details. I missed a lot of the... I missed the fact that this was going to be a huge sort of universe-building movie, almost. Mm. It, it, yeah. In the sense of, like, it's in this serververse and there's all these other characters. I completely missed that. Yeah, I thought it was a much better effort than The Forever Purge, <laughs> where basically the movie described was not what we saw at all. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's how well you did. All right, let's go into what you thought. Now, before you went into your plot, you had a few sort of overarching predictions that you wanted yeah. to make. You said that the movie would be a loose remake of the original Space Jam. I give you a point for that because mm. I think it was. Yeah, it's, it's, it definitely was. It's up for debate for some people, but I think it pretty much followed the same beats lazily. I think that's why you got so many points in your plot, by the way, because you did literally follow beat for beat the plot of the original movie. That definitely helped me. Yeah. That definitely helped me. I did use the original movie because I think we both watched the original. Did we? No, we didn't. Well, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. But I think I think I was following the original movie a lot yeah. in my prediction. You said that the runtime would be around about the one hour 40 mark. I said one hour 45, it's one hour 55. Yep, so oh, I was 10 minutes off. I give you two points. That's close enough for me. That's Hooray. pretty much how- like Well, it. if you take out credits, it's an hour 45. Yeah. All right, well, it's, it's close enough. 10 minutes is 10 minutes, but I give you two points for that. You said it's that- It's about an hour too long, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been a 55 minute short. Yes. Well, I would even argue an hour and, uh, you know, 20 minutes too long. Uh, you said that there would be a disgusting R&B version of a 90s song. I believe there was. I think there was. So I gave you two points for that, but a lot of it was just modern music. Oh, it I was disgusting was, either way. Yeah, it was It was something else. Especially that end credit song. Oh, boy. We will be better than ever. Made a promise we can do it together. And I ain't breaking my word. I just wish that I could fly like a bird. Get away from this earth. Had a prayer and prayer. Felt I was cursed. I always tell myself it could have been worse. Never going back, I broke the reverse. It come from my soul, no need to rehearse. Yeah. Do you remember that? I tried to forget it. I've, I've okay. sort of deleted a lot of the movie from my head. For your serververse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. And you, and the last thing you said is you thought everyone would hate this movie mm -hmm. and be nostalgic about the original. 
That's a hundred percent. I case. gave you a point for that. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a point, point for saying that. Yeah. Fair enough. It's well, more looking, of a bonus, if anything. Looking at the reviews and looking at audiences' reaction, that seems to be the takeaway. Uh, it wasn't very popular. If anything, it kind of felt like. I guess we'll go into it later. It just kind of disappeared from everyone's minds. Yeah, because everyone hated it. Mm. Anyway, going into what you thought was going to happen in the actual movie, you thought we we're going to start with a childhood flashback. Congratulations for mm-hmm. calling a childhood flashback. Last second, too. Yes, you said it would be between LeBron and his father. Mm. Uh, you said he was going to- not in the movie. He's out for cigarettes or something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. it's actually his mother and Coach Avon Barksdale in the, in the actual movie. It's, it's, yeah, in the actual movie, it's him playing basketball, playing a video game, and then he gets uh, chewed out by his coach. That's what happens in the actual yeah. movie. Which is so crazy to me. I know this is going to be a slightly obscure tangent for everybody, but- so, his coach was played by Wood Harris, mm-hmm. who was the villain in the first season of The Wire, which I literally just finished watching the day before I watched Space Jam and New Legacy. And I was just like, oh my god, it's the villain from The Wire. And one of the other characters, one of the other actors in The Wire is Michael B. Jordan, who was also in this movie. Now, the other weird coincidence as well is Wood Harris plays Michael B. Jordan's coach in Creed as oh, well. Wow. And of course, Michael B. Jordan is Adonis Creed in the Creed movies. So, I was like, oh my god, they just keep doing stuff together. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, yeah. maybe they're all friends. They're helping each other. That's get what work. I think. Yeah, I think they just became really good friends while making The Wire, and so they just keep appearing and in each other's stuff. They're all good actors, so why yeah. not? Uh, yeah, so in your plot, you thought it would be LeBron and his father playing video games and bonding. Not quite the case, but you get points. You get half a point for saying it was a child mm. flashback. You thought that we would see the Looney Tunes. Imagine seeing them this early in yeah. the movie. Oh, my God. You thought that Algae would appear in the uni- in the Looney Tunes world, as like in, in, in their cartoon world, as a yeah. floating head. Not quite the case. There's no. elements of this that is correct. Uh, Al G does appear in the Looney Tunes world later on and, and messes with stuff. But I give you sort of half a point for kind of getting threads of this. You said that Al G would threaten to delete them because no one is watching them. In the actual yeah. movie, Al G convinces them, each individual Looney Tune, to go to different worlds and be part of different franchises, I guess. Why? Why does he convince them to do yeah. that? I have no idea. Do you? No. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's just so they could go to different It's franchise. just so they can reference better movies. Yes. That's what I think it is. Yes, that's all All it was. But uh, they're being deleted as a point later on, so I'll give you half mm. a point for that. You're kind of on the right track there. You- Again, I'm just following the beats from the first movie. Yeah. So, instead of them going into indentured servitude, the the, uh, the threat is that they're going to be deleted forever. Yeah, which is the case. Yeah. Now, we go back to what's happening with LeBron. You s- mentioned that he is a superstar, but not great with his family. I'll give you two sets of one points there because mm-hmm. that's pretty accurate. We see he's LeBron James, but a bad father, question mark. Yeah, well. Uh, you said that we are supposed to find LeBron relatable despite him being ridiculously rich, which I thought was funny. Yes. <laughs> You mentioned LeBron having three kids, which is mm. true. You said that Dom would not be interested in basketball, correct? You said that Dennis is correct, and you said that the daughter would oh, wow. be forgotten about in the movie. I give. I you- said she'd be a teenager as well. Yes, and a stereotypical teenager. She's a she- little girl. She's a little girl. Moving aside, I give you, I give you three sets of points just for calling the characteristics of the of yeah. the three kids. They completely forgot about the daughter. She's in like two scenes. Disappears entirely. And to be honest, the older son doesn't do yeah, a lot either. That's true. You said that LeBron's wife pushes LeBron to uh, connect with Dom. I give you a point. This is mm-hmm. something we see in the trailer, but it is correct. You said that LeBron tries to use basketball to get closer to his son. Dom fights back saying that he has other passions that LeBron doesn't know or understand. I give you a point. That's kind of what happens. We see that in the trailer yeah. as well. You predicted that LeBron would be at Warner Brothers Studios and he yep. would take Dom there. You thought that LeBron did this because Dom liked the DCU. So in your plot, you thought, oh, I'm going to try to reconnect with my son. He 
likes DCU. He likes DC characters. Yeah. So I'm going to take him to the Warner Brothers studio. In the actual movie, I don't know why he takes his son there. Um, well, he just, he just he's going to see like a presentation and he's mm. just like, hey, do you want to go to Warner Brothers? You love Warner Brothers, <laughs> yes. right? And that was the only reason. Yeah. So I guess that's, yeah, that's that's close enough. And it, yeah, what he's going for is a pitch, the pitch that Al G and Sarah yeah. Silverman gives him about like this whole thing that they're going to build with, uh, which yeah. LeBron rejects, which causes the whole movie to take place. So I'll give you points for that. Okay, so that's that in your plot that's what you thought was going to happen. He's going in for a meeting, but he doesn't make it to the meeting. On the yeah. the elevator on the way there starts glitching out and Dom runs off. They have a conflict. Dom runs off on the wrong floor and LeBron chases after him. I give you two sets of one points there cuz this is stuff we are all seeing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You said that they enter a server room and Dom uh, enters a portal and disappears. Two sets of one points. This is stuff we all see in the trailer, as you mentioned in my plot as yep. well. So the LeBron follows him and finds himself digitalized in a version of the server room, like a digital version of the server room, which is true. Give you a point there. So that Algae introduces himself and introduces the world as the serververse. All true. You yep. thought that the Looney Tunes were being stored here, which every other with every other sort of Warner Brothers property, yep. which is true. Yeah, so I'll give you two points for that because that's something we didn't know going into the movie. Uh, you said that Al G would have a cute sidekick. Mm. Now, I listened to this back, Kieran. Yeah. The sidekick's name is Pete, and you thought it was Ping? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you were dead set on that. But yeah. no, it's actually Pete. But he does have a sidekick. We do see it. Yeah, I was wrong in the name. <laughs> yeah. I was so sure that was the name, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. Uh, you said Al G is holding Dom hostage unless LeBron plays basketball with him. Al G's motives are to be the best and to defeat the king of the game. That's mm. in your plot. In the in the movie, I guess that's kind of his Yeah, we angle. already discussed it. Yeah. So, one point there. It's stuff we see in the trailer as well. When LeBron refuses to play basketball with Al G, he gets dropped into the reject world, which is where the Looney Tunes are. Uh, in the actual movie, well, you get sent there, but it's yeah. to look for players. So, you're pretty much on the right track there. You said LeBron falls through different universes. You mentioned the DCU universe. You mentioned mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. You mentioned the Wizard of Oz. You mentioned yep. Maltese Falcon. You mentioned the Monsterverse. You mentioned Harry Potter. Uh, and you said we would see that as planets. Uh, and all of these franchises will be seen in the movie. So, I give you a point for that because that's something we all see there. Yeah. Uh, you said that LeBron lands on the Looney Tune world and turns into a cartoon and he freaks out. I give you a point because that's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You said he runs into Bugs Bunny and braces him like a friend. I give you a point because that's in the trailer. You said that- I said that the other Looney Tunes would be here as well. You did think the other Looney Tunes would be there, which is not correct. And no. It's only Bugs. He's kind of like- Yeah, he's the, the only one living man there. man in like the apocalypse movie just by himself. Because for some reason, as we already mentioned, Algae Rhythm just comes down to the Looney Tunes world and just tells them all to fuck off. <laughs> yes. Just go to other franchises for some reason. Yeah. There's literally no reason behind it. No. And Bugs just kind of stays there. Yeah, that's right. There probably was a reason in the writer's room and they just like forgot about forgot, it. Forgot, yeah. Care. While busy smoking it up <laughs> and not actually doing any work. I'm imagining like there's a little basketball hoop set up above the rubbish bin and yes. they're all like writing bits of dialogue and then screwing it up and then throwing it. That bin would be very full. Yeah. Considering what's in the movie. And then there was some poor intern had to go through the bin and like assemble the script because they're like, shit, we don't have anything. Oh, we, we had some ideas, I guess. <laughs> right. Let's, let's, let's put it all together and make yeah. a movie. You said LeBron tells Bugs what's going on. You know, he's, you know, being yep. threatened and whatnot. And you said Bugs is relaxed and suggests that he's done something like this before mm-hmm. and it'll all work out. We can figure it out. So, and you said that 
you said that any references to the first movie were going to be like this and be very subtle. So I give yep. you two points for that, which is exactly what happened. Yeah, you said the, the same thing yourself. Mm. You said that LeBron and the Looney Tunes would get into Marvin's spaceship and go recruiting an elite team. So at the moment, mm-hmm. as you said, it's just him and Bugs and they're recruiting. They go to recruit the rest of the Looney Tunes. Uh, yep. And the only difference there is technically they steal Marvin's spaceship. Yeah. He, they don't just like use it. But uh, two points anyway, because that's something we didn't know going into the movie. You said that there would be a list of badass characters that LeBron would want to recruit. Mm-hmm. Point there. That's something we see in the trailer. You now, said- mind you, yeah. in the trailer, it says that Gandalf was on his list of uh, of people that he wanted. Wasn't the case in the actual movie. Right. In the actual movie, it was Superman, King Kong, Iron Giant, Trinity and Batman. No Gandalf, but in the trailer it was Gandalf, so that's why I included him in my list. Didn't need Gandalf after all. I no, guess. no, it was yeah. weird. I would have Gandalf in my team. Yeah, I'd have Godzilla in my team, as I said <laughs> in that original episode. I know, no Godzilla. No. Only King Kong. King Kong was there. Oh, the reason that Godzilla isn't there is because they don't actually have the rights to Godzilla. Who so has the rights to Godzilla? Toei has the rights to Godzilla. Uh, so, it's Legendary Pictures has Godzilla on loan from Toei Pictures. Right. Okay. And uh, King Kong is a, is a Warner Brothers property, which right. is why they could use him. So, okay. So, they can use him for the Godzilla movies, but it's only in those specific movies that they can use him. So, they don't have the rights to him otherwise. Okay. So it's the same, like that, uh, thing, right? the same way that Toei can use uh, King Kong. It's just on loan with permission from right. Warner Brothers. They have like a relationship. Originally RKO. Oh, interesting. Damn. Would have been cool to see Godzilla. Yeah. That's why we don't see the MonsterVerse either, because, yeah, technically not a Warner Brothers property. Right. Gotcha. Anyway, moving on. You said that they travel world to world and mm-hmm. and it would be very similar to Ready Player One. I'll give you two yep. points for that. I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. You said that they find Except out- even Ready Player One was more nuanced than this movie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand the, the fucking point behind this at all. It was like one of the only things that I was remotely close to enjoying was <laughs> referencing the other movies. But like they have a scene where they go to Austin Powers world and- uh, Elmer Fudd is replacing Mini-Me because he's bald and Mini-Me is bald. That's that's not even a joke. I think that's the thought behind it. I think that's- Thought? Yeah. Thought? <laughs> yeah. There's no thought going into that. They're thought just like, loosely. hey, they're both bald. That's almost a joke. It's just it's and- just referencing things that we know in the hopes that like we'll enjoy it. And what a dated reference to as well. Like yes, because all powers. the kids watching the movie are going to understand a sex comedy from 1997. <laughs> and oh, I'll get into it when I talk about my thoughts yeah. on the movie. It was very lazy. It was then, very out of touch as well, I like, just want to say. They go to, like, the Superman world and then they immediately are in a Batmobile. Like, that makes no sense to me, but anyway. No. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, you're right for guessing that, but yeah, that uh, it, it was weird. Now, at this point in your plot, they find out LeBron can only recruit Looney Tunes characters for his team. And you said that's because it's a rule Al G is imposing. Mm. In reality- they could have other players in the team. It's just Bugs is pushing for his friends That's to be right. in the team. And so, for that reason, I give you half a point. Sure. You said that Daffy would be the manager. I give you a point for that. Something we see in the trailer. You said that LeBron would train them, repeating a lot of the same gags. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned in my plot that there was a training sequence, and I can't remember there being one. What I remember is they- On the spaceship, them- they have a training sequence. They get Yosemite Sam to shoot the ball. He shoots it with his guns. Where There's a whole training sequence back on the, the, the what's it called? The Looney Tunes world, where there's like chaos is going on. Everything's crashing. And LeBron says, oh, these guys are hopeless. Right. Okay. Well, I you don't remember deserves- that scene in the movie no, at all. I don't. It certainly uh, happens. Does that happen just before the game starts? Yes. Okay. My memory of it was that they had they they recruited everyone and they came back and then Al G started no, the game. No, no, no. Okay. Well, then I guess that deserves a point then or two. You said that Al G would use players that exist, uh, use their essence to create an elite yeah. team, as in basketball players. That basketball exist. players. That's right. In the movie, it's actually Dom that creates these characters in his video game based on real people. That's how they enter. 
the serververse. Yeah. You but get- he and LG turn them into what they are in the movie. Yes, which is what you're getting points for in a second. You said that uh, every... You guess for every member of the Goon Squad, you also guess they all have special abilities. Yeah, what are their names? Uh, what so did I say? Well, What did you say? I yeah. think you mentioned all their names correctly. I did. I well, what are they? Did you I write them down? I didn't know. I didn't write She's them down. She's still too lazy to write their names <laughs> what, down. What's the point of writing them down? Uh, there was Kronos, who was the fast one. There was uh, Wet Fart. There was, was the uh, Brow. The Brow. Did you say Wet Fart? I did. <laughs> uh, there was White Mumba, and then there was Arachnica. Yeah. See, I can just pull them off the top of my head. You must have really enjoyed the movie. Well, I just remembered from the original episode. <laughs> uh, the, another thing you said about the Goon Squad is that they're is that they would not be as memorable as the Monstars, which yeah. I give you a point for, because I believe that to be the case. You said that- I couldn't tell you any of the Monstars names, but they still were more memorable <laughs> than any of these idiots. <laughs> yes. You said that the, the game would take place in a central location, uh, the central location being the Looney Tunes yeah. world. Uh, you said that all the Warner Brothers properties would appear and fill the audience. They do, yep. big time. That's that's pretty much the big thing of this movie that they're selling this movie on, so I'll give you a point for yeah. that. You said that the Bronze family would also appear in the audience, give you a point for that. You said that Looney Tunes would turn into a CGI versions of themselves rather than the cartoons, and LeBron mm-hmm. would turn into how himself, he yep. normally. Give you a point for that. That's something we see in the trailer. Uh, you said that LG will delete the tunes forever if they lose. I give you two points. That's something we didn't know going in. Mm-hmm. You said that the Goon Squad would destroy the tunes, well, the Toon Squad, uh, at the start in the first half of the, of the match of the game. That's yep. true. You, you said- still call it the match. <laughs> <laughs> you said, okay, I know, I know right? It's a- and you said that uh, the Toons are trying to match the players with their skill, but they can't because yeah. the Goon Squad are just better at basketball than, yeah. than the Looney Tunes are. You also said that LeBron would be the only competent player, which is true. Yeah, so traditionally you, speaking. So I'm giving you two points for that. Uh, you said that uh, at halftime, there's a motivational speech. There is. Yeah. They decide to play to their strengths and be loony. That's exactly yeah. what happens. I give you two points for that. It, it it creates one of my favorite bits in the movie where they come down and they all pull a funny face. And LeBron's funny face is just him. This is an audio <laughs> format, Karen, so I'm doing the face where he, where he has like that stupid grin. He's uh he's gurning. Yeah. It's it's so bad. You said that Algie would try to win Dom over by being a father figure to him, trying to convince him to stay with him. This is kind of true. Algie is using Dom to win the match, and it's initially all about re- uh, revenge and reconciliation. And as the movie goes on, you know, he's, his motivations become unclear. But two points, because that's a relationship he's trying to build with sure. Dom. You said that when the tunes start embracing who they are, they start winning, which is true. You said mm-hmm. that it'll look like it's cheating, but it's not. Yes. Two points there. Uh, you said LeBron will get the winning shot in an impressive last minute effort, and everybody is impressed, including his family, who he, who he wins over in that moment. Two points mm-hmm. that it does happen. You, I give you another two points because you said that the last uh, shot is a slam dunk, which it is. Mm-hmm. And you said because of this event, this would spark interest back into the Looney Tunes so they're no longer rejected Looney Tunes everybody wants to watch Looney Tunes stuff not really in the no. movie it never really gets addressed no. it's never really addressed that people- status quo in the movie yeah it, it, it's not like nobody is watching the Looney Tunes everyone's aware you've got to remember at the start of my plot the reason that the Looney Tunes were having risk of being you know deleted in the first place is because no one was watching them so I have to resolve that plot line yeah yeah which but is it was not- never a case in the actual movie no not a case in the actual movie the reason they're rejects is never really mentioned no. or explained. 
No. You said that Dom would decide to go with his father and leave Al G. Mm-hmm. They return- So, he has that choice of like, who do you want to be I said, with? just like in Hook. Just like in Hook. They return home. LeBron decides to support Dom in his interest in video games. Two points. Mm-hmm. That is what happens. You said that there would be a disgusting remake of the original song at the end. No, there wasn't. Not quite. It was a disgusting but song. But I give you a point because it's a disgusting song. Yeah. And with that being said- You didn't mention the whole part about uh, <laughs> Dom saying, oh, can I do whatever I want now? And LeBron's like, yes, you can. And so Dom gets into collecting anime girl figurines. <laughs> <laughs> which, of course, doesn't happen. No. But it was a joke. Yes. I mean, maybe- maybe He has little maybe, pony- Maybe he has little pony dolls. that was his hobby, you know? Yeah, maybe. He has little pony dolls that he keeps in jars. He's a brony, is he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might give the kids some some character. So yeah, maybe. Something. Anyway, with that, you got 52 and a half points. There we go. We were pretty much neck and neck. Mm. I think we were about as correct as each other, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. I think there was things that you missed. That yeah, there definitely and, was. And, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, we both pretty much had the, the basic, let's just say very basic beats of the movie. We had all the stuff that you could rationally get from the movie. All the stuff yeah. that made no sense, we did not Of get. course not. We were never going to get that. Right, now that we've seen how well we did with predicting the movie, what did you think of the actual movie, Matty D? And of course, as we said last week, if you've listened to our best and worst of 2021, you already know our opinions on this movie. But let's really break it down in a bigger format for anybody who may not be aware. So, Matty D loved this movie. I love this movie. Best movie of that year. Now, I remember we talked about this, I think, before, but now we can really talk about it in depth. When Matty D had to watch this movie (laughs) for that best and worst of 2021 episode, he was sending me messages being like, oh, my God. This movie's incredible. I can't believe how much I'm having fun with this. Yeah. And, okay, and so that was your first- Tell- All right, let's- In your own words, from your point of view, what was your first time viewing, and then we can get into your second time viewing, and then you can really break down just your overall thoughts yes, on, on the movie. Yes, because I was sending you voice messages uh, during the watching of my yeah, movie. Uh, and text messages. Yeah, and text messages as well. I had a really sort of roller coaster experience with this movie the first time I was watching it. So I started watching it and I and I was kind of not in it. And I, I was really kind of like, where are the Looney Tunes? That was the yeah. first thing. Because it takes 25 minutes for the Looney Tunes to appear on screen. It's actually 28 minutes. It's 28 minutes? Yeah, closer to half an hour. That's that's ridiculous. In an hour 40 movie, it takes fucking hour. hour 55. Jesus. Yeah, well. And then once the Looney Tunes came on the screen, I sort of started having fun with it. And then the fun kind of dropped. And then it picked back up again and then dropped again. The Jesus, sec- where did it pick up again? <laughs> the second time I watched- I can't remember. The second time I watched this movie, I had no enjoyment at all. And I think I sent you a message that was like, any fun or enjoyment I had with this movie the first time is completely gone this time mm. around. It does not work with repeat viewings. Now that I've watched it twice, I can say very definitively that I do not like this movie at all. Why don't you like it? It was bad. Um, and- Watching it again, like, okay, so this is not a long movie, but I have- Yes, it is. It's nearly two hours. Okay. Well, That's way too long. Okay. Yes. Too long for this movie, but I had to- I had to. Let's bre- not forget that the basketball game starts over an hour into the movie. <sighs> God damn. And then it goes for an hour. Yeah. I had to split this movie up into four days because it was just so mm. painful to watch this movie. It's kind of like watching a, a family member perform something and it's really embarrassing. That's yeah. how I felt. Like the jokes yeah, okay. were really lame. The performances were really lame. The writing was really lame. And it was just like, it was really cringy. The whole thing was just yes. really, really cringy. I was visibly squirming and cringing watching certain scenes. Yeah, it was embarrassing. I just felt bad for everybody involved because it just made everybody look bad. LeBron was 
awful. I, yeah. I've heard he can do a good performance if he needs to. I've heard that he is good comedically, but what the fuck was he doing in this movie? Spaghetti and meatballs, he, my favorite. He was just, just also the message of this movie is so vague. So I didn't understand. Like, is the movie about like, oh, hard work is important, or is the movie about don't work too hard and remember to have fun? Is the, is the movie Follow Your Dreams? Like It's almost like it was written by seven people. Oh, it was so all over the place. And then LeBron James' performance is just so... Is he a bad father? Is he just a misguided father? What's going on? I hated this movie, Kieran. It was yeah. not good. But what about the, the biggest aspect of the movie? The Looney Tunes. What we're all here to see. <laughs> what are your they thoughts on that? They were barely in it. They didn't get to do anything. I want I, When I watch a Space Jam movie, I want to see the Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I didn't get that at all. And instead, They weren't in it enough. And what I got was um, a, another multiverse movie, another like Easter yeah. egg filled movie, which I'm starting, not starting, I'm really hating this right now. I'm really yes. hating how every movie needs to have like little cameos for other other franchises. I think it's lazy. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's low. It's a low bar, lowest common denominator. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's just like very easy to just- It's, it's turning the art of filmmaking into, hey, I recognize that. Yeah. Hey, I recognize that. Yeah. No, it's just so cheap. It's so cheap. That's how it I is. feel. And it's and that's what this movie was. This movie was a big commercial for their other properties. And it was very obvious and very yes. lame. And I hated that. And yeah. Yeah. It felt like they wanted you to think about better movies while trying to make a movie. They wanted you to subscribe to their streaming service. Well, I say better movies, but they did have a giant poster for Scoob. I in, saw that. In the same one scene. <laughs> the one poster of Scoob that ever existed. Yes. Wow. So that's all your thoughts? You just thought it was terrible all around? Thought it was cheap? Yeah, I thought it was cheap. How did it compare to the original movie for you? Yeah, look, I could put my nostalgia goggles on and say I like that movie, but that movie was cheap as well. I think yes. we spoke about it in the original episode. You know, that was just a commercial. This is just a commercial. What did we yeah. expect? But I, I would have at least liked to have more Looney Tunes in my commercial. That would have been nice. Okay, there you go. That's your thoughts. Now, I am basically in the same camp as you. I thought this movie was absolutely awful. I had no joy even in my first time watching it. The closest thing I got to actually enjoying the movie was when they were referencing other better movies. And I was just like thinking about those movies. But <laughs> every joke that they made about those movies was just so lame. And just there wasn't even a joke there. They were just like, this is a thing that exists. Yeah, We're going to say a line from the movie. We're going to have like a show a moment from the movie. There's no actual joke in there. It's just them showing the scene, but with a Looney Tune in it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's you're not even trying to make a joke here. You're just referencing stuff you know, blindly. And <laughs> this is something that threw me off straight away while watching the movie, because the first half an hour of the movie is our focusing on our human characters. And so we're introduced to Dom, who I automatically don't like. You hated Dom in this movie. I just wanted to slap his little face through half the movie because he was so annoying and so indignant through the whole thing. And these goofy faces, like with this big, wide, open mouth smile that he kept doing. I was just like, Jesus well, Christ. Hey, hey, at least he was showing expression. The yeah. lead wasn't. Yeah, LeBron James was trying his hardest without actually attempting to show any emotion on his face. It's like he could only hit a certain level. In his acting range, and it's just, like, slightly below everybody else. Yep. Given the fact that he's standing next to cartoon characters and he, he can barely muster a performance is uh, is really saying something. But uh, something that really got to me straight away while watching the movie is the, the makers of this movie or the writers of this movie clearly have no idea how video game development or streaming works. <laughs> because Dom's game makes no sense whatsoever. So, at the start, he's just like, hey, Dad, come look at this game that I developed. And then while he's playing the game, presumably in like a playtest build, the game glitches and deletes like his progress. <laughs> like, it deletes his character. He's just like, it's going to take me at least two months to create that character again. I'm like, how does that work? Like, <laughs> imagine if I was like playing a, a game on my computer, right? 
And then a, a glitch happened in the game. And then suddenly everybody else who plays the game, like, it's ruined for them. Because something that happened in my game yeah. affects, like, the developmental stage of, of the gameplay. Like, deleting the textures and information somehow. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, like, it's a, it's a game that hasn't been released yet. He's, he's creating it on his own time. Yet he's like, oh, everyone's tuning in to watch my live stream. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how? Do they have a copy of this game that you're developing? Do they care enough to watch? Because he's not, like, streaming on, like, uh, Twitch or YouTube or something like that. He's literally, people are tuning into the game itself to watch the match. Even though, first of all, it's not finished. And, it, and second of all, they don't have access to the game. Right. So, it made no sense whatsoever. I'm like, these, these people have no idea. And then, like, the fact that it's just like, oh, I put the, the basketball characters in the game by going up to them with my phone. And like, <laughs> I love that. Just filming them. Just filming them. Just filming them. And then suddenly they become 3D rendered characters in his video game. Yeah. I don't know how that works. That's how it works. That's well, it's not how it works in real life, but yeah, in this movie, that's how it works. Now, another thing I don't understand is the they have a lot of references, as we've already discussed, to other Warner Brothers property. Why, oh, why in a children's movie are we promoting Game of Thrones, which is an R-rated TV series, not for children? Yeah, alongside things like Harry Potter and Batman, in like the same minute, we're seeing like, oh, you could be in Game of Thrones, or you could be in Batman, or you could be in Harry Potter. I'm like, something's not right here. And going into the movie, something we read, and I don't think we ever discussed it in the original episode, was we heard that Pepe Le Pew was not going to be- He'd actually been cut out of the movie. Yes. Because they were worried that, like, oh, he's too problematic because he's always trying to- He's pursuing and harassing women. Then why the fuck do we have the droogs from A Clockwork Orange in the background of most of the scenes? Yeah, I mean- A violent gang of rapists. Their whole movie, you know, hinges on them being violent rapists. And it's all right for them to be in the movie. I don't think Pepe Le Pew has ever raped anybody. <laughs> There's a few characters there you, you could, like, have those questions about. I mean, I saw the penguin there. He was a bit, like, rapey as well. Yeah, sure. The Daddy DeVito version. And we've got, uh, you know, It as well. We've got Pennywise from It yes. in the background. We've got, like, again, the White Walkers yeah, from Game White of Walkers Thrones are in, in the background of most of the scenes. This is a children's movie. Why are you promoting, like, really adult horror movies and, and TV shows full of violence and sex in a children's movie. So, that, that really just boils down to they didn't know who their audience was. So, what they wanted to do is they really wanted to make a movie for kids, but they wanted people who were coming in with the nostalgia goggles who had enjoyed the movie, the original movie 30 years ago, yep. to be able to have Something. things that they spot as well. Yeah. But the movie isn't really aimed at adults and it's not really aimed at kids either. Meaning it's not really aimed at anybody, which is probably the reason why the movie doesn't work. Yeah, I think they tried to make a really lazy kids movie and, yeah. and you know, try as you said, tried to like get the adults who are gonna watch the movie to enjoy the seeing like Game of Thrones and shit like that. Yeah. But like but when you have that Fog doesn't Horn, work. When you have Foghorn Leghorn as what's the character's name? Khaleesi? Yes. Khaleesi, yeah. Like isn't that Daenerys sort of Stillborn. saying to to children who are watching the movie, like, oh, you're missing out on something you might enjoy by promoting stuff like Game of Thrones. So, in a way, the movie's encouraging children to go out and watch this very adult TV show, which they should not be doing. <laughs> so, it's just, it's like I said, completely failing in who the movie's marketed to. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. And I see you're not giving this kid's movie a pass this week. No. no. Well, it was just not good. No. it's Like I said, it's not for anybody. It's not good enough for adults. It's not, it's not, uh, as a children's movie, it's completely failing. Yes. So, it's not for anybody. So, therefore, nobody should watch it. And it should have just been simple. It should have just been like a Looney Tunes based movie with a basketballer. Yes. That's what they needed to do. Yes. Or just do something different. Do that wrestling do movie with different. Dwayne The Rock Johnson that they really Although wanted that to do. that sounds pretty terrible, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, of course. But, you know, it might have had every chance of being better. Yeah. Well, they never played basketball, really, in this movie. 
No. Well, there was an hour of the movie of them doing Domball, <laughs> which was one of the most painful experiences of my life. <laughs> Why was it so long? Why was it so long? <laughs> yeah. I remember pausing the movie and being like, how is there this much movie left? Yeah, I was bored by the hour point and the fact that we had another hour. Quite like you, I broke up the viewing over several days. Well, I actually watched the the first half of the movie over one day, but I broke that up into halves as well. So I watched one half hour in the morning, one half hour in the afternoon. Then the next day I watched it again, like one half hour in the morning, one half hour in the afternoon as well. I had to take constant breaks. It was was a struggle. And this kind of movie shouldn't be a struggle. It should be a movie that you could just power through. When I originally watched it, I watched it in one painful sitting. And then it, that was so bad, I was just like, no, I can't do that again. <laughs> can't do it again. Can't, can't live through that. Treat it like a TV show, a really bad TV yeah, show. Yeah, it is like that. So, well, that's my thoughts on uh, Space Jam and New Legacy. Nothing positive here. Yeah, right. Well, we don't have to watch it again. We no. don't have to think about it again. No. I'm going to delete it from my library. Yes, you should. But what do you, the dear listener, think of a Space Jam and New Legacy? Have you seen it? Did you actually like it? I want to hear somebody who liked it. If so, what did you like about it? Oh, should we read a five-star review yes! of this movie? Yes, five We like to do that on movies that like we think that absolutely nobody will like. So, we want to get a perspective of somebody who actually does like the movie. So, I think it would be fair to to read a five-star review. But while I'm looking for that, I, if just let's just put it out to everybody. Uh, Matty D, let us know where they can contact us and let us know their thoughts on this movie. You can contact us in several different platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just looking up Potential Spoilers. You can contact us through our email address, which is potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. And you can also leave a comment on the episode page on the Podbean site. I have found a five-star review in that time. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> it starts off really well. I can't I can't wait to get into this. So, uh, this is from somebody who I'm going to leave as anonymous because I can't pronounce their name. Uh, and it goes as such. As a movie lover, I am surprised to finally see the sequel to a classic I never watched until last night. I have no idea why critics are being too critical about this sequel. <laughs> it's all in the name, honey. Uh, this sequel is a big step up from its predecessor. From hybrid animation to computer graphics, it's a whole new level for the new generation as well. Watching through the film has been a fun ride as well as a message of be yourself instead of someone else. Okay, that's the message you take away. Okay. Okay. Every talent each tune has are great homages to how they perform between decades of cartoons and each step they take besides high levels of- Jesus Christ, this is really badly written. Each step they take through besides high-leveled computer graphics has shown that they are more than just daily cartoons we see on television. Their talents in winning this game was brilliantly executed and done. They're not in the movie! Brings a sense of nostalgia as well. That was all one sentence, by the way. wow. So, honestly, don't let the critics be the judge, but be your own judge, in capital letters. (laughs) And go see this film if you haven't done so. A great masterpiece of the Looney Tunes not to miss out on. Wow, I like I like that sentiment. Be your own judge. Don't listen. Sure. Don't even listen to us. Go be your own judge. Yeah. Watch the Looney You can tip. judge for yourself just how bad it is. Yes. <laughs> Masterpiece was used in there, Matty D. <laughs> oh, dear. And they did quantify as a movie lover at the beginning, of course. so they, well, they know cinema. A lot of movies. So obviously, this is a this is a good one. Yeah, I, I really struggled reading that. By the way. Given that the second half of the review was all one running sentence <laughs> with lots of words in there that didn't need to be in there, I think it kind of uh, dampens their argument a bit. But, uh, oh, well, it's good to have a positive review. Go out on a positive. All right. Uh, well, in almost contradiction to that, before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be predicting next week. Here we go. So we're Here completely, we go. We're completely done with talking about Space Jam and New Legacy, so we don't have to worry about classic characters being crowbarred into a yeah, movie for Easter cheap nostalgia. Eggs, yeah. Easter eggs and just going back to Seeing movies that people liked. The 90s and the 80s. 
Warner Brothers characters really being bastardized. We don't have to worry about that again because nope, next we week don't. we're going to predict a brand new movie. And oh, am I reading this correctly? Oh, great. Uh, looks like next week we're going to be returning to the world of Warner Brothers superheroes <laughs> where we talk about The Flash. We're going to be predicting what's going to happen in the upcoming The Flash movie. He's never had a movie before except for the, those two TV movies. That's right. Yeah. Flash's big cinematic debut. Yeah. It's exciting. And so we're going to have to discover why a movie called The Flash is starring Batman and Superman. (laughs) Please join us next week where we're going to discuss it in depth. And until then, I believe I can fly. Bitches.